We encounter toxins every day living in today's world. From air and water pollution to pesticides and the like, one quickly realizes that in order to stay in tip-top health, we must make detoxing a daily practice. The trouble is that it can be hard to find an efficient, gentle, and affordable product that can do just that, unless you know about Shilajit. Shilajit is a natural resin that melts easily into hot substances, turning any cup of coffee, tea, or even hot water into a naturally healing and detoxing drink. If you're interested in helping your body cleanse, heal, and renew on a cellular level, head to naturalshilajit.com. That's N-A-T-U-R-A-L-S-H-I-L-A-J-I-T dot com. And use my code MACG, that's M-A-C-G, to save 10% on your order today. Move beyond surviving and start thriving with natural Shilajit. Hey guys, welcome back to High Vibrations with Mac. Thank you so much for your patience. This episode just kind of got hung up a little bit, I suppose. And well, here it is now. This is the third installment in our Exploring the Self season that is season two of High Vibrations with Mac. And this episode, we're going to be talking about the inner child. We've already talked about the ego. We've talked about the higher self. If you haven't listened to those episodes yet, go ahead and do so if you would like to. However, if you don't feel the need, then let's get to it. Let's talk about the inner child. This season, we're exploring the self. And after having spoken on the ego and the higher self, the next pivotal aspect to get to know of yourself is your inner child. The reason for that is because once you have the ego kind of figured out, or at least you're aware of your ego, and you're aware of your higher self and how those two work in tandem, you really start to have fun with life. And that is where the inner child comes in. It's that part of you that is always ready for a good time. In fact, it's that part of you that creates a good time out of anything. Even the most boring task can become fun when the inner child gets involved. Okay, so it's very, very, very important that we get to know this aspect of self. Now, why didn't I just introduce the inner child before I introduced the ego and the higher self? Because unfortunately, a lot of the times our inner child is tainted by the programming that our ego has suffered and by the lack of presence of higher self. By tainted, I simply mean that instead of acting from a place of authenticity and pure love light energy, you're acting from fear or you're acting due to wanting approval from other people or basically those things that your ego was taught to seek after. Your inner child is going to learn from your higher self and from your ego, almost like an actual child learns from parents. So really being aware of your ego and making sure that you're listening and following to the higher guidance that your higher self is giving you is going to give your inner child its most pure expression. Now, the inner child is not to be confused with child aspects of yourself, meaning those little bits of you that were frozen in time when you experienced something traumatic as a child. Those are fragments. Those are 
pieces of you that have been fragmented in order to survive and to grow into the full physical adult you that you are if you are an adult or just to get you this far basically these pieces of you fragmented in that moment because it was easier to survive in a fragmented state than it was to really own up to the fact that as a kid you were getting so traumatized and I've spoken in the past in actually the last couple episodes that trauma doesn't always have to mean something major or that we adults perceive as traumatic it really could be anything even especially having your childlike perspective being imposed on with an adult perspective as if you've lived as an adult in this world so an example I like to use a lot is a two-year-old who is throwing a temper tantrum because it's their brother's birthday and they don't understand that on birthdays we get gifts and instead their brother getting gifts and them not getting gifts is actually a sign of neglect and it's making them very anguished it's making them feel like they're not loved and so they're throwing this tantrum but instead of offering validation and support before we explain to the child what's really going on the parent just imposes their adult perspective on the child as if the child knows that birthdays are a thing in spite of the fact that they're only two years old and they haven't actually grown into adulthood here on this planet in this lifetime. That is a traumatic experience. And in that moment, that two-year-old will fragment, meaning a little tiny slice of that person's being is going to remain two years old and stuck in that moment emotionally. And that moment and memory will only be accessible later on in life when the threat of the quote quote angry or imposing parent is gone and so chances are that person is going to feel real jealous when they're at a birthday party someday in the future when they're an adult they're not really going to understand it unless of course they have this awareness of how to handle the ego and how to understand the ego based on the fact that it was conditioned without ever really being given proper validation for feeling what it feels. So getting back to the subject of the inner child, when we really hone in on our egos and really become aware of our egos, how to integrate our egos with our higher selves, our inner child at its heart and at its essence really truly gets to come out and play and to be honest some of us never really lose that inner child in spite of the heavy ego programming that childlike wonder and curiosity seems to stick with some of us regardless which is beautiful and it definitely contributes to a very interesting experience here in this third dimension and in fact it even contributes to the fact that those of us whom never really lose touch with that inner child, never really fully live just in a third dimension. We have physical third dimensional bodies, but we are kind of able to see the world in these through these rose-colored glasses, so to speak. Now that we've learned what the inner child is, how can we get in touch with it? And that is pretty simple. Allow yourself to play. You know, you're walking through the streets and all of a sudden you want to Make sure, you know, you don't step on a crack for whatever reason because it makes you feel giddy and silly and you're playing this little game with yourself while you're walking wherever it is you're walking to. Do it. 
if all of a sudden you've been, you know, you've been sitting for so long and you want to get up all of a sudden and just shake yourself out like a dog and that makes you feel silly, do it. Basically anything that makes you feel silly and childlike. I'm not saying childish, guys. That doesn't mean go go acting like, you know, traumatized program children. Um, but anything that makes you feel childlike, you know, maybe it's buying that tutu um, and wearing it around your house or getting that unicorn onesie and spending a whole day in it. Um, or maybe it's just dancing around to your favorite music. Maybe it's connecting to a TV show from when you were little that really empowered you or a movie that really empowered you. Maybe it's drawing silly little characters. Um, maybe it's writing silly little stories. Whatever it is, you guys, that makes you feel like a kid again, like you have this wonder and joy for life, that is your inner child being tapped into right there. And some of the best ways to really just break out your inner child is to dance around in your room by yourself. Make crazy sounds. Talk to yourself in the mirror. Pretend like you're other people in the mirror and talk to yourself. Um, these are just little suggestions to get you going, but really the possibilities here are infinite. Just be open to having curiosity and wonder for life no matter what is happening with you. Truly, truly, no matter what is happening, your inner child can be present. I've had some of the most depressing moments in my life be lightened up by the fact that my inner child can look at the mirror after we've been crying and be like, whoa, that mascara stain kind of looks like a heart, <laughs> you know, or whoa, we just cried so much. This is insane. We should dance about it. Always the inner child has a way of lightening up life and reminding us that there's no need to take it too seriously. We are here to experience. We are here to have fun to feel joy, to feel sadness, to feel anger, to feel contentment, to feel pessimism, to feel optimism. But ultimately, we're here to remain in curiosity and love and joy. Notice, I don't say happiness. And the reason I don't say happiness is because joy and happiness are two different things. Joy is everlasting. Joy is underlying and overarching. Joy doesn't have to be something you feel in one moment. It can be something that is just always present. Happiness is like a state of mind. And I guess joy is too. But joy just feels more eternal to me. There's something about joy that just feels like it's, I guess, for lack of better terms, a step up from happiness. We can remain in joy even in our saddest moments. I know it seems a little dual and a little oxymoronic <laughs> to say it this way, but it's true. Some of the most joyous people experience the fullest sadness. But it's that joy that keeps that light at the end of the tunnel up for them. And when they, they really move through that sadness, they find themselves back at joy. 
because they knew the sadness was just a little detour. Joy is always the path. And your inner child knows that better than any of your higher aspects. And it knows that in a very tangible, very real sense. I hope this helped. I love you guys so much. Please go play with your inner children. Awaken them. Go blow some bubbles. Go twirl a ribbon around. Go build a Lego castle. Do whatever it is that just makes you feel giddy and playful and childlike. And if you're down to share your experiences with me, I would love, love, love to read them here as a review or email them to me, send them to me on social media, whatever floats your boat, you guys. I love you so much. Thank you so much for um, just being here and being the best and being willing to do this work. This is really, truly, really important work. If How are we to create a beautiful, harmonious world for humanity if we can't do it in our own lives for ourselves every single day, right? And speaking of that, as a last little thank you, just want to say thanks to Natural Sheila Jeet for keeping my body so optimally amazing and just running so beautifully, decalcifying my pineal gland and helping my intuition every single day and just helping me feel freaking awesome. Natural Shilajit is the best. And I highly, highly, highly recommend you guys check them out if you really want to upgrade your health in a very easy, low-maintenance kind of way. Thank you. I love you. Till next week, where we shall be speaking on the actual process of awakening. This whole being woke thing. What is it? How do you get awakened? What's awakening? That's what we're going to be talking about. So tune in. I love you. And I shall talk to you Thursday. Mwah. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of High Vibrations with Mac. If you like what you heard, make sure to click subscribe for future episodes. You can also follow me on social media by searching at Mac Guerrero on all major platforms. That's M-A-C-G-U-E-R-R-E-I. R-O. But to be honest, the most appreciated act of all would be a review right here on this podcast. And if you would like to take a screenshot and send it to me over direct messenger on Instagram, I would love to send you a personal thank you video. Thanks so much. And I'm so excited to catch you again next week.